Dennis Prager here. If you have a business or real estate dispute, I strongly recommend that you call Barack Lurie. Barack, you recently handled a case where one brother was suing his two brothers, your clients. What happened? Well, Dennis, the two brothers struggled but succeeded to build three restaurants. But when the third brother returned from being out of the country for 20 years, he sued to get one-third of their business. He claimed an oral deal between them because he had once worked as a cook for them. So what did you do? Well, during trial, we got him to acknowledge certain key dates and to his complete lack of documentation. So when his side rested, we asked the court for what's called a directed verdict, a motion that gets rid of a case after fatal facts come out during trial. And the court agreed, shooting down all but one of the brothers' causes of action. And we settled that one for a very small amount and excused the jury. And justice was done. My friends, you know that I trust Barack Lurie with my own business and other legalities. So to make sure a deal is done right, call him for your own legal issues at 866-575-8111. That's 866-575-8111. Fighting for what's right, Barack Lurie at Lurie and Park, 866-575-8111. is the Barack Lurie Podcast. My good friend and producer, Ari David, is here with me, as always. Always a pleasure. Uh, today, I, I'm fascinated by um, why, uh, you know, as you know, we love talking about liberal programs and policies and how they are utterly destructive and how they always fail. Again, always. And why, in those circumstances, why anybody would continue to be liberal and why it's a mystery to us. Right? So, today, um, as you know, Ari, um, you are of the mindset, and I, I believe you, um, you often quote your friend, uh, Evan Sayet, who will say that liberal pro- programs are always as wrong as wrong can be. Liberal thought. Liberal thought. Always as wrong as wrong Good point. can be. I'm going to show you today, uh, there's so many themes with liberalism, right? We talked before about how uh, liberalism, for example, um, it doesn't, it doesn't understand the difference between good and evil, um, that there's no policy that has ever worked in the past and, and such. We talked about arguing at the margin as another example. Uh, there's many themes that come up. And here's another one. If you build it, they will come. Now, that line is from a famous movie from a couple... Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams, a couple of decades ago. Kevin Costner, he... Um, it almost doesn't matter, but they basically, his, his father, I think, tells him, if you build this baseball field, then all these great players of old will somehow come. Okay. That expression has morphed into other things, um, meaning that if you build something, um, if you, for example, if you build a building, people will eventually uh, occupy that building as tenants, right? And then they'll pay you money and such. So if you build it, they will come. That's kind of cute. Right. Here is something, a theme that I've noticed about liberalism. If you build it, such as a policy or a program, then they will come. The best example I'll start off with right away, and then I welcome your thoughts on this as well. If you, if you um, subsidize homeless shelters, okay, <laughs> Uh, then guess what? They will come. And they will come not only from the city where you are building. <laughs> they will come from all corners of the earth because they hear that there is free housing 
in your place. Oh, I don't know, let's say Santa Monica, all right? And this is actually, actually something that the, a mayor who was running for mayor, actually, in Santa Monica uh, had, had uh, encouraged. He said, we have a major homeless problem here. Let's build some homeless shelters and that way resolve the problem. Okay. And then it goes without saying that uh, a flurry of more homeless people came in. You mean the from, problem grew? It actually grew. So in other words, if you build it, they will come. Can okay. I make one little point about that? Yeah. That Santa Monica mayor was my high school math teacher. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Me too. Did he know what I had to add and subtract? <laughs> Did he have any sense of logic? I didn't learn math. What does that tell you? All right. More, so. more examples of if you build it, they will come. All right. So uh, another example is abortion. Okay? If you fund it, <laughs> right, if you have a program which in- which basically says that abortion can be on demand for free. And not only that, um, that it will be demanded um, in, um, uh, that the government has to pay for this. You will get A, fewer abortions, B, more abortions, or C, exactly the same and nothing will change. You have 10 seconds to answer. All right? More there you go. A lot more. B is the Holocaust. answer. Holocaust. You are correct. Okay. That's, so if you build it, they will come. All right. Now, uh, another thing that you kind of mentioned offline before was about sex education in school. All right. If you encourage uh, kids in school, in high school or otherwise, uh, and you teach them all about um, the different forms of intercourse, shall we say, uh, then will you get A, more of that kind of intercourse, B, less of that kind of intercourse, or C, about the same? I think more of it. That's a right. lot more exactly of it. Right. Which then leads to more of the previous thing you got more of. Right, exactly right. If you build it, they will come. All right. And the same is true of heroin needles passed out in parks Very good for example. free. Exactly right. So this is, this is the kind of mishigas, as we say in Yiddish, right? The craziness uh, that results. And, and we, often, we often talk about how liberals don't see consequences. And it's, yes, that's related to what we're talking about now. But it, it's, liberalism is emblematic of how if you present a program that you think uh, will work, well, in fact, will, it'll be undone by your very own policy. Here's another example, Social Security. Here's a program, uh, sorry, um, and welfare. But let's talk about welfare first, Okay. <laughs> You have a program where everyone is allowed to have welfare, and um, they basically don't have to really work for it very much. And Obama, the Obama administration has actually eviscerated a lot of the Clinton reform um, in the in the welfare uh, dynamic. And so, surprise, surprise, you have more people coming to welfare. You built it. Here they come. All right. Same thing with food stamps. The more you offer food stamps, the more people will take it. Same thing with subsidies for tuition grants. Um, the more tuition uh, you subsidize, guess what? The more the tuition will be because the, 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 the colleges figure you can spend more because you're, you're being subsidized in, a, in a, a big proportion of it. And the more they charge because more of their fee is subsidized. Right. So it's a vicious cycle spiraling upward, right? That's, so you've built it. They're coming. <laughs> and to liberals in every one of these areas, that's what liberals will call growth. 
right. see how the economy is growing. growing. That's right. Yeah. Um, now, here's another example. If you uh, if you make liberal, I'm uh, sorry. If you liberalize, and I'm, I'm meaning not in the political sense of the word, but you you open up, you open up um, divorce laws and marriage laws such that um, marriage doesn't mean anything. Then guess what? Will you get a more divorces and breakups of marriages? B less or C about the same? More. There you go. I think the answer to every one of these questions is going to be more. more. So let's just... <laughs> I agree. Affirmative action. Why don't you take this one? Are you going to get um, more incompetence or less? How about more? Because That's now right. there's fewer safeguards in the marketplace for avoiding poor, shoddy work and lower quality workers and fewer safeguards to protect truly quality individuals right. who truly do a great job. Right. And uh, another example is, uh, I'll just take uh, public sector unions, right? You, you tell these uh, unions that they're, they're going to be protected, okay? Uh, and then uh, you get this spiraling effect because it just keeps on growing. growing. They, they, they demand more and more in, the, in the terms of their wages. There's nobody there to actually operate the till and to make sure that there's a bottom line of all these things. And as a consequence, you get, consequence, you get more and more unionization of public sectors. And they have more and more control. And eventually they take over various industries and it just brings everything down. They have developed day. so much power it becomes impossible to fire anyone for any violation or a lack of productivity. There, there you go. It, it cuts across in every way you could think of. If you build it, they will come. And it, appears, and it, it uh, um, applies to terrorism too. The more you coddle the bad guys, the more you don't punish the terrorists for their acts of terrorism. Guess what? It grows. It's magic. You know what? I wish I thought of that. That's a very good point. The more you apologize, <laughs> the more they, they blow you up. Um, the, the, the more you try to understand them, the more they, they laugh at you. It's, it's, um, uh, and this whole situation with Cuba, and that's a podcast we just spoke about, um, this this is going to be uh, we're building a, a bridge and yeah we're going to get something coming to us and it'll be more and more disrespect and it'll be more and more of the agitation that we we believe we don't want but who more knows? and more oppression of those people yeah remember and it's a point we didn't think we clearly made in the last podcast so we'll make it here because it's the opportunities there what you and I want for Cuba is freedom for the people of Cuba right and. What are you going to get? Less and less freedom. That's right. It's a, it's a sad world when um, you, you can't, it, you know, why is it that these things come? I mean, we, we all know this now that, and by the way, rent control is another good example of it. Minimum wage is another good example of all these things, how if you build it, that they will come. It'll, it, it, so much of it will be invited into the, to the place that um, it actually destroys the edifice itself. Uh, there's a great uh, children's story that I remember from a long time ago. It was called, uh, I forget, Thedwick and the Good-Hearted Moose. Uh, I, I think, or Thedwick the Good-Hearted Moose. And the whole story is about how this, this guy created this, this moose. He had these wonderful, beautiful horns, and uh, everyone wanted to ride on the on, on his horns because they were tired or whatever. So at first it starts off with a fly, I think, or a spider. And then the spider lets in other, other of his friends to come onto free it. Freeloaders. Total freeloaders, right? And they just keep on coming on in over and over again. And eventually 
uh, you know, a Thidwick who, who can't say no, uh, it has ends up carrying all these different um, animals. And all his uh, moose friends are saying, get rid of these people. And he says, can't it? I, I can't. I, I'm a host. I have to be friendly and everything else. And eventually, you know, it's so abused that he, um, he gets so sick of it that his antlers, you know, end up growing and they fall off and he, he gets to throw them away. But it's a, it's a hard lesson for him to learn. That the parasites kill the host? Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Now, it's not a perfect analogy because we're talking about abusing and how people abuse things. It is for the illegal alien problem. But from if you build it, they will come standpoint, it is very accurate. Yes. Now, um, uh, that is is an example of it. And we're talking about how, you know, even rent control, minimum wage, all these things invite abuse. Likewise, um, when you have these laws that, that you say, okay, look, I, I, we're going to build a system where we're going to employ amnesty, for example, for immigration. Boy, are you going to get amnesty <laughs> up the wazoo. And it just opens the doors. It opens the floodgates. And then we're surprised when they come. That's exactly Public what school happened. school for illegal aliens' kids. Free health care for illegal alien The DREAM people. Act. The yeah. DREAM Act. Uh, welfare for illegal aliens, uh, open borders for illegal aliens, right. not and enforcement. Right. We all think that somehow. Cities. We all think that somehow it'll only apply to the people who are here right now. And no yeah. one's going to notice free money. That's right. No one's going to notice that, and uh, they, they know that's only for a limited time. And it's actually it's already closed the doors as it is. So, but but they know that it's going to be revive itself over and over again. So you're only encouraging people to do the very thing that you're now inviting them to do. That's all. And it's, it won't just stay with the 12 or so million uh, illegal immigrants that we now have in the country. It'll expand. It'll encourage everyone to come on in. And if you build it, they will come. This is so basic. And, um, and, and then it, so it begs the question, what is the right answer? What is it? And, it, and that should be as simple as, as day. Do nothing. <laughs> By and large, the, the better answer is first your default answer is should, it should do nothing. That's your and default answer. And by that answer. we mean the government in the first place. The government should not be involved. What what we should do is we should have a strong border. We should devote our resources where they actually belong. Strong border, strong defense, police, maybe fire, and the legal system. Beyond that, we can you know could play a little bit here and there, but that's that's sanitation. That's, yeah, those are the core issues. Well, even sanitation, you can private, you can create as a as a private industry. So we don't have to be that non-creative. Well, to make sure, but I'm just saying to make sure that there is someone picking up the garbage, if someone doesn't do it. Let's move on because right. the, the point is that. Oh, whoops! That was marginal thinking. I'm sorry. <laughs> the it's okay, uh, but that that's the point is that when you when you ask yourself what is the right answer, those are the right answers. When you do hold standards for uh, admission to colleges or for that matter to work when you do say that there is a, a point in which um, life is very very critical and you cannot just have abortion on demand when you do say uh, that if you want uh, some handouts from the government you have to show work for it that it's a restricted measure that, that there is shame to receiving money from the government that there is shame in uh, the breakup of family that there is shame in, um, you know, having to, to demand a minimum wage. All these different things that are so critical, those are the answers, my friend. 
where there is a market-based system and the market will heal all. When you realize that the market heals all, the invisible hand, according to Adam Smith, then you don't, you don't create these false markets where, or, or false policies where uh, you, you get exactly the opposite or too much of what you are now complaining of to resolve the problem, right? It's, it's like, a, <laughs> you, know, you know, it's a very good analogy of this. And I, and I say this only because I, I read so many kid, kids' books now. But do you remember Dr. Seuss with thing number one and thing number two? Remember the cat in the hat, yeah, right? Yeah. So they create a mess. And the thing number one comes in and thing number two, and they end up creating more of a mess than ever before. It just, it just keeps on spiraling out of control um, to the point that, 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 that they can't do anything. They can't clean up this mess. So the, the more you bring in this, these policies that are supposedly going to help the problem, they actually create more of the same problem. Uh, the homeless example is such a perfect example. If you build it, that they will come. But only with a market-based system where there's uh, a meeting of a demand based upon a supply will you actually get results that we all want. And that even applies, yes, to the safety net that liberals always talk about. And I know what you're thinking, liberals. You're thinking... The gosh, you know, Ari and, and Barack, they're so heartless. You know, what about the poor? What about the poor? Yes, even with the poor, there is a, a market-based system for them. And there are uh, enterprises and churches and synagogues that, that provide all sorts of need-based programs that work very well, that don't require all sorts of triplicate uh, findings and everything else, and don't invite all this fraud, because everyone knows who's taking money from them, and everyone knows who's not. That's, that's the way it works. It's need-based on the ground. That's the way to look at it. And so the market is the answer. Always it has been and always will be the answer. And it's the only answer. Yeah. There is no other answer. Yeah. There is no new idea. Right. It is the idea. Right. <laughs> and um, it's the healthy way to go. It's been the way it is, and it always should be the way it is. You don't have to like it. I, I, I understand that, my, my dear friend. Yeah, it is unfair. Sorry. Tough. I, well, I don't think it's unfair. No, no, I'm it's, using their words. Right. But it is, it is the most fair system. Will it ever be 100% fair? No. But it's the most fair system. And whatever system you devise, my dear liberal, that is different than the market-based system, trust me, it is radically unfair. Obamacare is such a good example of everything we're talking about. The more that we, that we built this Obamacare, right? And instead, what we do, what, we, what have we received instead? We've received more and more demands for this health insurance. We've built it, and it was a system designed to handle all the supposedly uninsured millions of Americans. And now, all of a sudden, more and more people want insurance. Because for, they've wound up uninsured because of it. Well, they wound up uninsured, but also we have illegal aliens who are demanding this because yes. it's from the government. Whereas previously, these are private-based systems, and they couldn't either they could afford it or they couldn't afford it. So there was no such thing as an uninsured necessarily by an illegal alien. And if he were illegal, fine, but he's still paying for it. But now you, you've built it, and they're coming. Same thing. My friends, I hope you've enjoyed this. Uh, it's, it's an epiphany that both Ari and I have had. If you build it, they indeed will come and be very, very scared. 
This is Barack Lurie. This has been the Barack Lurie Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll talk with you real soon. Stop.